Good morning. So today um, we continue. So yesterday we taught that there's two levels. There's Vavatem et Hashem Elokechem. You will serve Hashem your God. And that level of Hashem your God, that the man has an effect on. But the level of Hashem, which is the essence, Anochi, meaning I, the essence of God, that we don't have any effect on. We found out that we do have an effect on it because it says, After you will serve God your God, I, God says, will take away the sickness from you. Which means that even our actions go all the way, not only do they affect the levels of Hashem, the way they're revealed through the names Hashem and your God, Elohim, but even the way it is at the essence, it even reaches the essence, which is contrary to whatever we, we, we said till now when we wanted to analyze. So he says, really, when it says, does Hashem care if you're going to slaughter from the throat or from the neck? This is, and then it says at the end, the whole purpose is that God wants people to be refined. He wants to refine us through the mitzvot. What are we talking about? We're saying that really the details of the service, of how we do the service, that's something that doesn't affect doesn't affect the higher levels but what does affect the higher levels is the way you become refined from the mitzvah that does affect the the, the higher levels which means that when you do a mitzvah the fact that you're going to transform yourself right you're going to transform your uh, 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 your uh, um, yourself and you're going to annul yourself in order to do the opposite of what you want or something you don't understand and that breaking of yourself that self-personal transformation that is something that reaches above so the detail of how you do it reaches only a certain level but the because really if you think about it it's like the difference between the essence of of hashem's kavana intention when he created us the intention really was for us to refine ourselves so that's why it reaches that level but that's my, the parentheses that i added because what are you doing when you're doing that when you are doing something even though uh, it might not make sense or you're doing it this way or that way you are transforming your yesh, your your existence into ayin. You are erasing yourself, right? When God created the world, He created the world ayin uh, the yesh from nothing to something, and you are making out of something nothing. You're breaking your will. And now we can understand the verse. It says, "You will serve God, your God, and I will take away." 
Atzmutu ma'ut and sovahuchu davka. He says, I will take away, which means the essence of Hashem responds to that and takes away. So he says, now we can compare and understand the difference between the other verse that is, uh, is said earlier in Parashat Beshalach. This is in, we're in Parashat Mishpatim now. So this is in Parashat Beshalach, it says, all the sickness that I put in Egypt, that I uh, uh, that I put in Egypt, I will not put over you. Here, God says, I'm going to take away the sickness. What's the difference? What? Um, so He says. So when Hashem uses the word "I," which which aspect of Hashem is speaking? The essence of God, the so, quintessence. So, so wait. So if He says, "I will be with you when you go into Eretz Canaan," I'm going to listen to you. You're not going to send a malach. I'm going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Or he says, you know, now you're going to see what I will do to Paro at the end of Shemos, at the end of the, you know, Parsha Shemos. So when Hashem says I, are we really talking about his essence acting? Yeah. His essence acting. When he says I. When he says I. So he says here, Ki bepasu kol ha-machala lo asi, medubarak odot efsharut le-machala. which means the possibility of sickness, I'm not going to put upon you. I will take away the sicknesses when the sickness is already there. So, when it comes to a possibility of sickness, it doesn't say I, because you don't need that great power in order to take away something that doesn't exist yet. When something already exists, then it says... Vasiroti, I, Anochi, Mishanochi, me, who I am, I will take away the sickness from you. Which means that this is a much higher power. Okay, so now we're going to explain exactly what is the service of God that brings about this. Uh, this revelation of the eye of Hashem which is going to take away the sickness and bless us. What does it mean, the avodah? What is the whole concept of the service of God? That you will serve the Lord your God. This is just like the the service of a servant. This is the service that comes that is with fear and which, and I'm sorry, all, I'm sorry, all reverence and kabbalat all and, and uh, conscious surrender, mm-hmm. right? And, um, oh, yeah, just thought about that this morning. Yes, and conscious surrender. Okay, we call it, uh, we call it an, in Hebrew, accepting the yoke of God. Which is the service of the servant. The servant doesn't exist for himself. 
דאף שמצד עצמו בהפקר הנחלה, even though the nature of the servant is that a servant wants to do whatever he wants, you know, I just want to be free. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. It's not, he's not existing. Not only does he doesn't take any place in his life, right? He, does, he, he, does, uh, he doesn't uh, feel himself at all. He's in a complete state of surrender to the master. Even though the nature that he has is that he wants to be free and do whatever he wants and whatever he pleases. He is in a state where he is, constri- he is constricted and he surrenders to the master and he goes against all of the different uh, pulsions or personal uh, self-desires that he has for himself. You know, maybe that's why we spend so much time with Eliezer. To show, to show, us, exactly, to show us exactly what you're talking about. Not only that, the reason that right after Matan Torah, we have Parashat Mishpatim, which speaks about the Eved Ivri, the servant, is in order to teach us how to serve God. To go back, and therefore, because he is completely annulled and erased and surrendered, in a state of surrender to his master, therefore he does the will of his master. And this is why in chapter 41 of Tanya it says that the beginning of the service, the root of the service, the essence of the service is the whole concept of Kabbalat Ol to accept the yoke. First of all, get out of your own way. Don't let your will and desires tell you what to do and how to do it. You just accept this is I need what I need to do. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to do. I'm going to be like a soldier. Because that's the beginning. That's like the basis, the foundation of the service. You don't have that. You can't go along because one day it's going to be like this. One day it's going to be like that. You're going to be a big puppet to your emotions and to your uh, different ideas. Even though, if you talk about his will, he still has a will to uh, play around and do whatever he wants. If you talk about his, his, um, his uh, intellect, right? His mind still is wandering uh, about. And his midot, right? His, his uh, different character traits. They're still not maybe the best, Right? Right? He didn't transform himself. He still stands with the same uh, warm desires to do things which are, uh, which are not permitted, let's say. Nevertheless, he still serves God with Kabbalat Ol, with complete surrender. Because when it comes to action, when it means to, to fulfill the mitzvot, the positive mitzvot, and, 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 and go away from the bad, because we cannot wait for a person to say, oh, when I'm going to be refined, 
when I will not have these wills anymore, then I'm going to start serving God. He says, no, 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 no. You start serving God. Whether you have the qualities, whether you've transformed yourself, whether you control your thoughts, whether you, it doesn't matter. You have to do, your job has to be done. And you have to surrender to Hashem. And you have to do your, what, what Hashem wants. And this is how, actually, if you look at the order of the day, this is how it starts. The first thing you say in the morning is modani, surrender. And so too, when you start the prayer, what do you say? Surrender to Hashem. Recognize God. Even before you start contemplating on the greatness of Hashem, that is said through the Psalms that we read in the morning, which are called Psuke de Zimra. And even before the meditation and the contemplation of that we say about the constellations and the angels in the blessings of the Shema. And even even before saying Shema and Shema where you really accept the yoke of God, Omer Hu Hodu Lashem. The first thing he starts is I surrender to you, God. The word Hodu Mode is not only to thank, but it's to surrender. We see that in the Talmud, for example, when two rabbis argue, so it says Mode Rabbi Shimon, for example, Rabbi Shimon agrees. To, and the word mode means I'm really surrendering to your uh, to your opinion, right? This is the service of Kabbalatol specifically, right? Which is the avoda of uh, the, the the beginning of everything. We know that that pasuk, that verse, you will serve the Lord your God, is not only the service of the servant, but it's the service of prayer as well, because it says, right? We'll see this in a second. Right? The Rambam writes in the beginning of the, pray, the, the laws of prayer that it's a mitzvah to pray, as it says, that verse, you should serve the Lord your God. We learned that this service is a service of prayer. As it says, you will serve him with all your hearts. Our sages teach us in Masechet Ta'anit, what is the service of the heart? It's the prayer. So it says, here we have two things. What is the service of prayer? The service of a servant is the service of fear or subjugation. The service of prayer is the service of the heart, the service of love. I now need to love Hashem. It's not enough so here we have a double meaning in the same pasuk, one which implies the service of Kabbalatol, accepting the yoke, and one which implies the service of uh, of the heart, the service of love. Yeah, so, it so we don't think it's just an emotional connection. 
we have the nafshakan as well. So we have to have. It's, a, well, it's not only what? It's, it's not just an emotional connection because then you have, then Hashem says nafshakan. So you have to also, not just with your heart, with your entire soul and the odecha. So you have, you have, it's like you, you don't stop with just your emotion. Correct. But it's, that's, that level, that's the, that, that's the, the service of the heart. Is something that takes your whole soul and your whole being, mm-hmm. but it, it here has to, the service of the tefillah is the service of the heart. Right. That's why the lip uh, lip uh, lip service is is very <laughs> nice, but it's not it's not the service of the heart. It's right. lip service. Right. Right. The whole um, result, the whole action, effect is more correct. The whole effect of prayer it affects not only the godly soul, but it affects the, 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 the animal soul. What is the concept of tefillah? Tefillah comes from the word teftofel klecheres, which means when you do pottery, for example, you take a... a, a earth and water and you start shaping and you put the earth together and you form it as one so you are bringing it together you are uh, cementing it if you want to say that okay or you're you're making it solid tefillah you're fusioning it together right so tefillah is an expression of fusioning you are fusioning your soul with its source at the moment of prayer. The odd another thing, When you pray, you actually refine and clarify from the bad your animal soul. And you elevate the sparks of the physical, the physicality of your, I'm sorry, of your body, right? You, you, I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat. You refine and elevate the animal soul, not the godly soul, the animal soul. And you elevate the sparks of godliness which are connected to your soul and anything that it has to do in the world, right? So it's tremendous what happens at the moment of prayer. You're elevating your soul to its source, and you're elevating your animal soul to make it more refined. These two things happen through love, through connection of love. Because in the service of fear and awe, you didn't change. You are the same person, right? We see the people that serve God with fear, I, they don't. They don't change. They. they they're just. Uh, they, 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 it's the same animal that's subdued, right? Nothing changed. But didn't trans. There's no transformation of the animal soul. Just like we see that some people have a natural fear of Hashem. And in a natural way, with a small meditation, they will refrain from bad and they will do good. 
גם כאשר הנהגתם בסור מרע ועשה טוב היא בשלמות. And nevertheless, even though they're going to be complete in their fear of, in, in not doing bad and doing good, and uh, doing the mitzvot, נשארת נפשם הבעמית בתוקפה וגבורתה כתולדתה. The animal soul stays in the whole power. It reminds me of a discussion we once had about it. Right. Um, it uh, uh, so the, the animal soul stays with the same... So, Adraba, it has a lot more And not only that, it says in Tanya that the animal soul, the more you use it, the stronger it becomes. And therefore, over the years, it became stronger and stronger. Because if you didn't transform yourself, you didn't do any service of Hashem, of personal transformation, you just subdued yourself because of reasons that you fear punishment, or you just do it uh, because you feel uh, coerced, you know, because I'm a Jew, so I, I, I cannot do, I can't do what's wrong. But at the end, inside of you, you're the same animal you were before. And therefore, it's, it's missing. And since through the service of fear you did not transform, elevate, and purify the animal soul, you were not able to accomplish a connection between the soul with its source either because you didn't do that service. How do you connect your godly soul to God? It is through fulfilling His will. What is the will of God? That the godly soul should affect and transform the animal soul. That's why the soul came down here. If not, the soul can just stop and stay up there. The soul itself doesn't need to be repaired. And the whole purpose that Neshama came down in the world is in order to repair the soul, the animal soul, the, the body and the animal soul. Oh, here we're going to get a little, uh, a little slap, a little patch, right? It says, the whole time that he did not that he did not uh, refine his animal soul he did not feel the will of God mamma mia <laughs> our work we have, we have our work therefore he did not connect his godly soul with its source so I have a question. Yeah. Do you think Moshe understood in the first generation that the minute they run away from Sinai, they had not done that? But they didn't do that yet. I'm saying they didn't do it. In other words, they were already, he, by them running away from Sinai, because they didn't want to do any more mitzvahs. They didn't want to hear anymore. Do you think he understood that they had been acting totally with their animal soul because they were afraid and they had to do it, but they had not connected, they had not transformed. The transformation wasn't, uh, 
wasn't complete. If not, we would not have done what we did. We wouldn't have done those things. Do you think he understood that? Do you think Moshe understood? 100%. Okay. That's why he worked so hard. And that's why, specifically in the service through love, that through that service of loving Hashem, a person is able to come to a refinement and a purification of himself. That's how he is able to connect his soul to its source. There's another reason, another aspect, why it's not enough to have the service of just refraining and being subservient, but you need the service of love, which, which is a driving force, right? The avodah, the service, is because the word avodah comes from the word ibudorot, which means to work, to tan, Leather. You know how you, you take the animal, the skin of an animal, and you have to work it and work it and work it till you're able to refine it that it can become leather. So he says, The same way that in order for you to have a parchment, you need to really work and do different types of work, taking out the blood and afterwards scratching the surface and then refining it and, and so on and so forth. With a great effort in order to make it into a parchment. So too, the service of God has to be. It has to be an effort. I'm ready to put the effort and go against my nature and I'm ready to, to work against myself. Much, much effort. From here I understand that that's not really the service of fear. It's not the real service because in the fear I'm not doing anything. I'm just, eh, I'm just doing what I need to do and that's it. I'm following orders. Because there's no great effort in fear. You see that the people have, certain people have the godly fear as a, that which is natural for them. That's why it is important. It is, it is important. It's essential. It is an obligation that it should be the service of God with love. Which comes through a great effort. Now we understand the verse more. This is what it said before. You will serve the Hashem your God. It speaks about fear, which is the beginning of the service. And, and it talks about, at the same time, the service of Hashem with love. As it says in Kuntras Avodah, And that's, well, that's a complete service. When I serve God out of fear, and I serve God out of love.